Hello everyone, welcome to Word for Word podcast. This is Andrew here. In this episode, I spoke to Debra where she shared passionately on how she started King Canvas and how everyone can contribute to the will of God in their own capacity through the Holy Spirit. And with that, here we go. Hello, Debra. Good to speak to you again. No previously for a few church projects and now at Word for Work. So welcome to the podcast. Hi, Andrew. Yes, thank you for this honor and privilege to be here today. And I'm really excited to do this with you. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So maybe before we start, uh, Debra, could you share a little bit about who you are and also what you do? Okay, great. Hi, everyone and listeners of Word for Work. This is Debra, and I'm a content manager at a digital performance agency. In other words, I do a lot of writing, managing clients, and leading a team of writers as well. And apart from that, I'm also a storyteller slash host on a platform called King Canvas. And yeah, just as Andrew mentioned, you know, we actually attend and serve at the same church. And as a friend, I am really so inspired and all the more grateful that, you know, we have people like Andrew who have been serving faithfully throughout the pandemic by being a part of the worship team and more. So, yeah, heads off to you, Andrew, and I'm really inspired by you as well. <laughs> Thanks for that. Actually, it's a, really an honor to serve, an opportunity for us to uh, be a good steward and to also serve him. Uh, in his house and also yes. thanks for sharing a little bit about you no know, King Canvas but also on top of that as your work as a content manager so maybe just to tap a little bit into that uh, how has work been right now even in MCO? Mm. You know the MCO period has really been tough for different people at different levels and having known the amount of people who has lost their jobs I'm really so thankful that uh, I'm able to continue working and that God has continually blessed my company as well because there was always work to do. And work during MCO for me has been both a blessing personally and a learning curve professionally as well. It's a blessing because work from home means less travel time. And less travel time means I don't have to leave home early to avoid the jam just so I can allocate devotion time before I start work. And yeah, devotion time to me is always important because I want to allow God's word to frame the way I see. So when I read the word and when I pray, I learn to see everything through God's lens. And so my colleagues are no longer just colleagues. They are God's beloved. And work at the office is no longer just work. It's doing it with the spirit of excellence because I am bearing God's image. And a lesson that I learned professionally is a lesson that I have been learning even before the lockdown. And that is to always assume the best in people. And I know that when I say this, you know, like there will be people that will be like, excuse me, Deborah, what la-la land do you live on, you know? <laughs> but I think 
especially now that communication is not face-to-face, it does serve everyone and ourselves better when we assume that everyone has the best intention when they do say something at work because it helps us to respond better in the situation. Especially when there is tension and deadlines and questioning involved, we really have to learn not to take things as a personal attack and assume that everyone is contributing towards the betterment of the project. And let's be real, Um, whether their intention is true or not, that is out of our control. But if it's out of our control, then it's not ours to manage. So whether we agree or disagree, if we choose to see the best in them, we would be able to respond in a way that honors and respects the other person. And that makes working relationships so much better, whether it's online or, you know, back at the office as well. Mm. Yeah, that's actually very true. And as mentioned, you know, in these challenging times, we're always adapting to this new normal or also how our Mm. church pastor would say it, the new abnormal. And then, (laughs) you know, adapting in the way of how we communicate, you know, previously from physical and as mentioned uh, to a virtual setup now and really Mm. to see the best in others than to assume uh, that's a really good uh, learning. And, Mm. you know, there's always this saying that tough times don't last, but tough people do. But that's uh, a statement where I also stumbled upon, uh, which is a better truth, where it's tough times will always be there and so will Christ. And I also liked it how you mentioned you have more time to uh, have devotion and really to start the day with God. And I think that's really a blessing for all of us as well. Yes, absolutely. Extra time to to seek God rather than to be stuck in traffic. Mm. So to our listeners, Uh, As Deborah mentioned, she's actually the person behind King Canvas, which is a platform very active on social media, be it on Facebook or Instagram, where it aims to empower Christians with God's truth. And she also has a podcast called Pocket of Wisdom. And actually, I recently listened to the episode by Pinky Koo. And one of my takeaways was to really take a stand on the values that we believe in, especially at work, where oftentimes we might be influenced rather than to be the influence. So maybe out of curiosity, um, how did King Canvas came to be? Mm. Uh, You know, Andrew, uh, there were many little events that led up to me uh, starting this platform. And King Canvas uh, started from a place where from me wanting to do something for God, and me making sense of my surroundings as a second-generation Christian. So, you know, some of the questions that um, were on my mind back then were things like, you know, how do I understand my feelings and honor God at the same time? Or, you know, does dying to myself mean dying to everything I want? Or, you know, what does the Bible say? say about uh, sexuality and even about the LGBTQIA+. And on the other end of the spectrum, I also felt the conviction that we as Christians are too quiet about the good news that we have. And by by Christians, I mean me. I mean me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
um, the internet is dominated with bad news and short-lived solutions. And I don't want to say that it doesn't work because it does. But it's the type of solution that gives us temporary release and it deals with the symptom of our problem instead of the core heart issue. And some of these solutions, you know, they make you feel terrible after overconsumption. And some of it will just work for a while until it doesn't. But we as Christians, we have the good news. We have the answer. And we don't need to stay on a vicious cycle, you know, of getting high for distraction or jumping from relationships to relationships or just to, just getting people's approval throughout our lives. We get to rely on a God whose love and grace does not run out. And in receiving this love, it changes us from the inside out. And so King Canvas um, was a space that I started for me to document my journey of growth in Christ. And in sharing what I'm learning, I hope to encourage and empower the audience to follow Christ one conversation at a time. And eventually, I also started the Pocket of Wisdom podcast um, under King Canvas as well, because I wanted to create a space for ordinary people like you and me from different walks of life to share their wisdom and what obeying God in their field looks like to them. And, you know, perhaps it's also similar to what you are doing at Word for Work as well. And, you know, long story short, um, this is how King Canvas started. But I would also like to add this. At the core of this, right, King Canvas is my attempt to contribute towards a solution. It is not the solution, but I believe and pray that it plays a part. And the reason I'm saying this is because I believe that God has placed a frustration in everyone about a problem that they are aware of. And for those who are listening in right now, I believe that you can contribute towards a solution within your circle and your capacity. And, you know, mine for now may be online content and podcasting. But with that being said, it does look different for everyone. And I do pray that this little note right here would encourage you to lean in to the Holy Spirit and take a step of faith. Because, you know, whatever it is, um, I pray that you can lean into that frustration, bring it to the Lord and say, here I am, send me. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And I'm also very proud that, you know, you started King Canvas using different platforms to reach out and encourage Christians to be Christ-focused, especially in these distracting times and where you are not ashamed of the gospel, ready to share his truth uh, to the lost. And really when there's the word, it brings freedom. And uh, speaking about King Canvas, I also know it's never easy where times are needed to prepare the scripts or the content. Uh, so how mm. do you manage to juggle between work, church ministry, uh, King Canvas and the podcast? Mm, that's a really good question, Andrew. And you know, let me tell you a really, really short story. 
A long time ago, I tried to find work-life balance. And to my realization, it doesn't exist. The end. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I, I've come to understand that life is not about finding a balance. It's about knowing your priorities. So instead of trying to get a work-life balance, which, you know, I've tried and from listening to um, many mentors out there as well, I believe that, hey, you know, it doesn't exist. It's about knowing your priorities. So among the many items that I juggle, I have a list of priorities and non-negotiables. And these are the items on my list that I make sure that I make time for. So for example, the first one would be my relationship with God and devotion time. It's where I start, it's where I fall back on. And then there are my relationships with my family and my close friends. And then there's also work. And, and the second thing that may be helpful is to set short-term goals. It's good to have long-term goals, but you know, during a pandemic like this, your plans can really just change overnight, you know. So for me, having short-term goals are realistic and comprehensive, and I do my best to stick to it on a weekly or monthly basis. And anything else that counts on, I will just put it on my mental wait list. <laughs> and um I think that when you note down and jot down, um, whether it's on paper or on the internet, uh, if you note down what you are and are accomplishing, it's really helpful to for us to keep track of it and to celebrate the progress as well. Because if you have many items to juggle and you don't keep track of what you're doing, you can really feel like you're going nowhere sometimes, especially now. <laughs> when you're stuck at home some more. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So so first I learned to set uh I learned to identify my priorities. Second, I set short-term goals. And third is to remember my why, my WHY. Mm. Mm. I I do think right it's really important not to let the load of the work steal the joy out of why you started in the first place you know god didn't die for you and me so that we can serve him he died to reconcile us with god to allow us to have a relationship with him mm. you know god doesn't need us he is self-sufficient but he wants us and so serving god wherever we are is really a privilege and we should do it with love. You know, in 1 Thessalonians, it says, work produced by faith and labor prompted by love. So, you know, to those of us, uh, those of you who are listening, if you feel like you have lost passion, if I have permission to suggest, it may just be because you're tired. And I do hope that you would take the good break that you deserve, rest, play, and have fun, and then come back stronger. But whatever you do, right, 
don't let the enemy deceive you into thinking it's not your passion anymore and don't let him push you to quit. So yeah, um, these are the three things that mm. I fall back on, which is to know my priorities, set short-term goals and track it and celebrate my progress and to remember my why, my WHY. Mm. Thank you for that. No, that actually really spoke to me as well. Then always to remember the first and most important thing is to prioritize God's will. And it's really a blessing mm-hmm. to serve and to do things according to what he wants rather than our own human plans. Mm, yeah. Mm. So now we're actually heading towards the uh, end of the episode. Could you share a few words of uh, wisdom or encouragement to our listeners? Mm. Having said all of this, right? And as someone, you know, like the both of us, we do serve um, on an online platform. Uh, I do want to say that real change happens when we take the courage to follow Jesus through the little decisions that we make in our daily lives. We are all not perfect, but how privileged are we to rely on God's grace to stay faithful to Him? And I really want to encourage the listeners, don't try to change the world. Be a vessel in your world. Continue to do all the things that goes unseen and love the people in your community. Because if every one of us would do our part in where God placed us at, I believe we would be on the right track. I really think that we don't need to look beyond and look so far to make an impact. I believe we really just need to look around us. Amen. Thank you again, Deborah, for sharing and also being our guest for this episode. No, I really pray that uh, we continue to be His instrument, you know, to share His truth, to be His witness. And also to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope that you are blessed by it because I know I am. And uh, we'll see you again in the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's release of Word for Work. Do follow us on our socials and subscribe for more content. And we'll see you in our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.